direction. I hope the fan isn't too loud. If it's too loud, too bad, because... I really, really hope so. How do you feel outside? Well... That's like, you know, that's how it'd be out here. You know, because the world is lopsided, that's why boobs are lopsided. I think, I think one of my straps is actually like looser, maybe? <laughs> like, it feels, I feel that. They look the same. You know, this is weird. Okay. Hey! Is our fan too loud? Can someone say? Cause, um... You're, is the fan too loud, Calvin? Can you hear it? If you can hear it, it's too loud. If you can hear me, clap twice. Brought to you in full technicolor and living sound with the dulcet tones of the great Alejandra Tejeda. That's me. I'm hot. The cool, um, hot, uh, <laughs> you know, sensual. Yeah, uh, Calvin said it's loud. Yeah, turn it down. <sighs> yeah, that's that's probably better. I love how dramatic the like sound difference is. Okay, thanks. But yeah. anyway, the sensual, the sensual taste of the alto <laughs> voice that is mine, Malachi Unique. Mm -hmm. That's me. Um, and you know what? Today's a day. And like to do things today is, is, is a choice. Um, and we're going to do them. So let's jump into local news. Um, Kim Janey fired that nasty nigga <laughs> who <laughs> was nasty and, and <laughs> abusive and touching people. Allegedly. Allegedly. Even though, like, there's mad, like, people who said so. And, like, oh, there was mad fucking, like... And he go to court and waste a lot of money and right. a lot of time. There was bad, like, separate, like, accusations and whatnot. But whatever. Whatever. So she finally fired that, um... I, I learned a new word for that. Oh, damn. It was a, a word in a legal brief. Um, it, it meant something. It was, like, according to... It was basically something that said, according to people that I've heard <laughs> in legalese. And that's what I'm going to start saying every time, I, you know, I make a claim that cannot be substantiated per se. <laughs> but I did But it's probably true. I heard it through the grapevine. They're heard through the grapevine. You're you know. gone. But, and, you know. And on to this, today, they asked Marty Walsh. Yep, I was going to go there. They asked that man, Representative Bob Good. Where, you know where he's Bob Good from? Virginia, question mark? I never looked up Representative Bob Good in my whole life. Yep, Virginia. Wow, very smart one, this one right here. <laughs> His birthday is September 11th. I don't know what oh, that means. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob. I wonder if he was in Congress during that. He was probably like, yeah, celebrating his birthday. And then like... Over. Mm. All right, then. Back, back on topic. So he asked the Secretary, you know, Secretary of Labor... 
um, Marty Walsh Maddie. at a house hearing, hearing, hearing. hearing if he thinks he should resign because he ignored domestic violence allegations of former Commissioner White. Ignored in quote-unquote, you know. And what he said was, I didn't ignore anything. I wasn't aware of the situation until after. And then he declined to say whether White and Gross are lying in the affidavits. Affidavits? Okay, to be fair, police lie in affidavits all the time. Police How, lying. However, Marty definitely, you know, I got to figure out this term. Because that man, I, I feel that there's no way he couldn't have known. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I personally feel that there's no way he couldn't have known Me about it. Because, I mean, like, everybody, like, the moment he, the moment some people said his name, that the next second, everybody's like, wait a minute, this man, this you man is this a man? question mark. That's a nasty this nigga question mark. This like, question mark? Ma'am, I don't know. You know, go ahead, Marty, keep your job. Whatever, but. Anyway. It's looking fishy. Sorry, I got thirsty. It's hot. Um, let's get on to the beef. Be- oh, no, wait. No. I'm still on this topic, actually. Um, so Kim Janey said that she is going to start a nationwide search for um, the new commissioner, but like Wu pointed out and a few other people pointed out, it doesn't really make sense to do that, considering that the mayoral election is just a couple months away. Like we can just hold off with an interim commissioner until January when the new mayor takes over, right. and they can appoint, they can do their own search and do their own appointing. Proper. Even even Kim Janey can start a search. And yo, she can waste that time. Start a search, and then y'all like nine forty one, huh? <laughs> nine forty one is the good time to start, huh? Nine forty one, guys, really? <laughs> All right, whatever, fuck it. All right, let's go on to the mi- uh. But yeah, but the question, I think, I, I honestly feel like they should just leave it be. But you know, I don't. I think we should abolish the police. So <laughs> you probably don't want to ask me my opinion on this situation. But I think she should just leave it be until somebody is elected because, like. It's just gonna be like the next person because nobody, nobody she can appoint is gonna is permanent, per, like technically. Even yeah. I'm pretty, I'm not even sure the, would, a police commissioner she can appoint would be. Permanent. I wouldn't take a job from an interim mayor, like so, so that the next mayor can be like, yeah, sorry, I didn't appoint you, so or just not support you, right? Because why would I support you? I didn't appoint you. You could be a bad pick. Our personalities don't vibe. I wouldn't take this job. Like, if I'm one of those people in this nationwide search, I'm saying no. Also, just this city council, mayor, this whole thing is a big mess. I would not want to walk into, also with the BPD, like, it's a trifecta of, of a shit show. Like, all three areas there. The BP- oh, yeah, speaking of, also speaking of Dennis White, his wife was implicated in the freaking, his former wife was implicated in the guy, or his, is it, cur- is it his current wife? His former wife, who currently works for the BPD, I believe, was implicated in that overtime scandal, which, which is just, I feel like, I just feel like, it's chef's kiss, like, no, that's perfect. It's like, I, the BPD is the mafia, dead ass, I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys, they're the mafia. The, the look? Yeah, you know. Oh, okay, just make I sure. I got my hat, though. Okay, just make it sure. It actually matches with the vibe. There was no secret way for me to ask, was this the look? It actually matches with the vibe. It does. Um, anywho, <laughs> so that's a, a that's a thing. That, oh, and there was that article this week. At, at this point, I don't even care to know their names, what's happening. Every single week since, like, January, there's been an article about a police officer committing overtime fraud. They are stealing from the evidence. My, my God, they all did it. Like, I, I, I firmly, 
I, I think if you didn't commit overtime fraud at the BBD, you're among the minority in that because I'm pretty sure at least they were all doing that court thing where yes. they were walking the documents walk, over. Yeah. They were all doing that. Come on, no way. Like, because if you're not doing that, it's like, you're like, you're like missing out. At, people are probably looking at you weird if you're not. You pussy. They're, they're probably like, what are, you, are you telling people who are you snitching? You're snitching, aren't why, you? Why do you say on your timesheet you went to court for 15 minutes? That's not how long you were there. And you're like, but boss, that's how long I was there. And then, you know, I, I arrested somebody down the street a couple minutes later. You want me to lie? Yes, yes. they want you to anyway. <laughs> but, uh, so, so I guess we could jump on to the drama um, going on in the, the big beef of the night in the in the city council Jeez. or whatever. How does one even start? Okay, so I had a meeting today. That's where it starts. So yeah, you know, city council they be having hearings or whatever. That's a lie. That's not where it starts. Okay, go on. The plot line goes to when in January when Kenzie Bach. Yeah, true. So the the plot line starts when Kim Janey became the city council president when sure. everybody basically kind of knew that Marty was going to accept a position with Biden in the Biden ad administration. And Kenzie Bach was like, yo, is it like a conflict of... Didn't it some, who said was it a conflict of interest? Was that Anissa? Or was it Kenzie? One of them was like, is it a conflict of interest to have... Now I can't remember. Dan, I have to look back on one of our... Um, I can't remember. But no, this was when they were just getting appointing the, mm-hmm. her as a city council president. Um, she, Kenzie Bach was the defi- basically the de- deciding factor on whether Kim Janey or what's his name, Matt O'Malley, would become the city council president. Mm-hmm. So in, in a way, she's the reason Kim Janey is mayor right now, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. Um, so that's the start of the story. Because today is when the drama started. Now go into the drama. All right, so what happened was like that today they were, you know, they'd be doing meetings or whatever, and Lydia Edwards introduced a resolution um, stating that, like, the resolution was about being able to vote, have a vote at any time to change the city council president. Um, and everybody voted yes, except for Ricardo, who voted no, and Julia Mejia, who voted present. And I don't know. What, what did Julia say about that? I, 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 I assume it was because she didn't know. She wanted more information. Right. That's what is, I assume. Which is honestly what I think everybody should have voted that way. I'm because I have a see, like I understand, I understand in theory, like I understand, like you know, making sure that there's a clear. I mean, but I feel like there is a clear limit on the power of. Anyway, but I, I guess I understand the in theory, I understand the reasoning of it, but I just feel like it's one of those things that's a slippery slope because, like, when. When, like, for no cause, like, when do they just start voting arbitrarily? Like, when do they just start calling elections arbitrarily because they just don't like whoever the fuck? Is it, was it like, oh, it has to be X amount of city councilors agree, but what if it just becomes, like, fucking party politics? What if they're, like, trying to coup the shit, bro? What if it just becomes, like, you know, little, little clicks or whatever? And they're like, oh, today we're gonna, we're gonna depose with this city council president. And replace it with this person, and then like it's just a bunch of infighting. They're already freaking useless. They don't. They already don't get shit done, and they're not able to do much. I feel like I don't think this is more democratic. This doesn't feel more democratic to me. Uh, it'd be one thing if they would let us vote for city council president. 
Like, it doesn't feel more democratic to me that, you know, for them just to be able to call an election at any time. Because I'm like, and, like, people have said, like, yeah, it's supposed to be a check on Kim Janey and show, like, you know, we still have the power over you or whatever. But I'm like, is interim mayor not a check? And she's interim mayor. She can't do shit. Like, I feel like we shouldn't be passing policy for, like, just that, like, if you make make a resolution, that's actually making, a like, a policy within the fucking council or rule or whatever like just for optics just because you want to just be like, i feel like you should write an op-ed if you're trying to just you know give somebody yeah. a little push i feel like you should write a tweet you should go on fucking wcvb or some <laughs> shit like i don't think i don't think i don't think you just jump into making city city council policy in a in a fucking city where the charter is already bullshit it's already ridiculous like that's the problem if they if, if we want to talk about if we want to talk about why um we feel like there's not checks why we feel like there is weird distribution of power or whatever the fuck that's all in the fucking city charter like these stupid the, the all this that all this shit is fucking theater that political theater shit i think that's bullshit bro like why that's a that's like 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 I said. If you want that fanfare, to make a fucking tweet, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Don't don't spend a fu- like. Th- th- this is what they spend time debating. This is what they spend time. They spent time arguing on. This. And I'm like, literally, just fucking. All all you gotta do is be like, listen, <laughs> interim mayor ain't the mayor. You want to be spicy, like, but niggas don't want to be spicy. They want to be pussy. Like, just, just say it with your chest. Say you don't. Su- it's very easy. Say you don't support Kim Janey. It's not like she's gonna have her seat back at the end of the year. It's not like she's in the top two she's for this not. mayoral I mean, race. Like, like, it's very easy. Say it with like, let's just say it with your chest. Say Kim Janey is not being an effective mayor as an interim mayor, and I don't support her as mayor. And I don't support the thing she. And half of it is because of that fucking whatever that shit is called. The, whatever that thing is, uh, it has something to do with the budget and putting how and putting how the the budget is on on the ballot for voters. You have to look it up. I, oh yes, uh, ref- she referenced somebody referenced what is this? Um, referencing Janie recently signing off on a ballot question that would ask voters to give the city council more power over the city's purse strings. Is it about that? Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. I. T- yeah, I, I'm like that. Feels like that feels like a step towards fucking democracy, right? Towards useful democracy. Fucking like that. Get that. That makes the city council more useful. Yes. Fucking. I don't, I don't see how doing this, this stupid shit useful. about being being about being able to vote for city council president whenever. Like I, I just see that somebody somebody gonna I, somebody's gonna come in my fucking shit and explain it to me, and I'm gonna be like, I guess. I, st- I still but, don't understand. I'm still very confused. I had somebody try and explain to me. I'm still confused. Like, if, it, I'm it like, does not give me I'm the like, because, I want. Because the, way, because the way it was explained, I'm like, that's like that just sounds like political us. theater to me. And I don't think, I think that's bullshit. And I'm, I'm kind of with Ricardo. Like, I don't know, I don't know, like, with well, what he said or whatever was, you know, like, for, just for any cause, basically. Facts. It, it just says that at any time, for any reason, on a whim, the council can try to remove a president who they already elected. I actually do agree with that. Was Ricardo disagree with uh, that? Right. statement. And I'm like, I, I guess, like, I just feel like this will be. I I feel like in theory, like in theory, it makes sense. You're like, okay, so if somebody's ineffective or shitty, you can remove them. But in practice, it's just gonna be partisan, not partisan, but you know what I mean. It's gonna be fucking 
cliquish. It's mm-hmm. gonna be by fucking neighborhood. And it's gonna the be the city's by... already like the city's already like that. The city council's already like that. Like the fact that Kenzie Buck was the deciding factor in Kim Janey, it was like six and six. Like they did not know <laughs> they were split on who was supposed to become the city council president. Like I feel like this is just gonna be a waste of time. I just see it as like a constant. Every couple months, we'll see a new chapter president because the chapter president. Yes. Whoa. Work life. Repeating my regular life. Um, A new city council president because they're beefing. They're debating. Every couple terms, we'll see a new president. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I do believe the city council presidents should, we should kind of function through people because sometimes people are in their positions too long. But... This is not, like, one of those instances where I'm, like, also, this isn't my concern. Like, the city council, city council president to, is not really, like, what what Andrea Campbell was in. Look at, like, where she is in this mayoral race, like. Tito Jackson was city council president a bunch. So. But what do we know, you know? What do we know? But, um. It just seems like a waste of time, and y'all could have been talking about ten other things before you could have talked about this. Or talked about, I don't know, it's just, it seems like a. It seems so weird. I'm still trying to. I I like Wu and Anissa and um, what's call it? Who else? And uh, Andrea to explain why they voted for it because to me this doesn't appeal to be something of transparency and accountability. It seems more of like um, accountability through threatening. I I don't know. And like that's not accountability. That's just threatening. But like, what is the threat <laughs> to just take you off your seat? And like. And it's very and like, what do they want her to do about it? Like, what do they? What's the demand? Like, (laughs) that's the part that I'm not getting. Like, because like as as interim mayor, but as whatever the fuck she's called, like the powers of a mayor, they're not there, and she and, and she it's not winning her like favors, you know. We're the the simple powers that she already has used has gotten her more enemies and non-supporters than it has gotten her supporters. So I'm very confused on... This is my confusion, is that Kim Janney's not even being looked upon favorably right now. I didn't need the city council to sudden, suddenly rile against her to prove me that. And if this, this is just beef between the city council and the mayor, then everybody in this situation looks like an idiot. And also, also somebody tweeted that the city council president should only be one of the at-large candidates. I'm like... <laughs> that first of all that's a very small pool of that's only like what four mm-hmm. of the however many is on the I'll, city council i'll never know 13 is it yeah well that's because 13 is already not that many yes so the only of those four people no then no like I, I that doesn't make any sense i feel like, like whenever things like this that? come about people just spit out ideas like yes you know what make it one of the four at largest guys Think about the four at-larges that we have right now. Wu, Anissa, Julia, and who's the fourth? Ed Frank No, it's not him. It's... Oh, freaking five-car motherfucker. Oh, he's the fourth? He's he's at-large, isn't he? What's his name? Five-car Michael Michael Flaherty? Is that his name? Michael? Is that his name? <laughs> his name is Michael, please. He is at large. Thank God. Good job. A plus. Okay, so think of those four people. 
Please. It would have been. You would have been. Anissa. Anissa been trying forever. She has been trying forever. Oh my god. You guys want Anissa? Please. You have to understand that with our at larges, this is how it always goes. Two of the motherfuckers are from the white areas, and two of them are just the others, the mixies. We have the the POCs and the blacks. Wait, like that's okay. Well, I'm like, yes. I'm like, who is the other one? <laughs> like that's how it works. So I don't know if you want to limit yourself just to that, but if you want to, I, I mean, I know. City council, we need to change the city charter. The city council doesn't have a power in this city. The mayor has too much power. We all know this. The executive branch has too much power. You know what's confusing to me? Not confusing, but necessarily doesn't make sense to me about Lydia Edwards' movements within city council is that she's always been very pro, like, changing the city charter and making changes to it. But I feel like whenever there is, like, a change to be made or whenever she presents a resolution, I feel like it goes against what she, like, mentions when she talks about changing. I feel like it doesn't go together. They don't align. align. And I'm very confused, and I need somebody to explain. I need her to explain, because I never see her talk really, to explain these things. I need her to explain how it's going to work. I need her to explain how in 10 years this won't set a bad precedent for other cities. I think it's just going to be very a lot of tribalism, like, if it, but whatever. I don't give a fuck. Electoral politics is bullshit. It's never going to change anything. It's not going to fix anything, so it's whatever. Anyway, um... Let's talk about, let's talk about, like, let's talk about this poll real quick. And then we can talk about Ooh, fucking John Santiago. <laughs> All right, this poll was, where'd it go? I'm blind today, guys. It's, it's a bad situation. All right, so they, <clears throat> Emerson polled uh, Boston residents or whatever. Um, uh, they asked him, do you view the phrase Black Lives Matter positively or negatively? And Wu supporters, um, 81% viewed it positively, 15% viewed it negatively. Kim Jamie supporters, 79% viewed it positively, 18% viewed it negatively. And uh, Anissa Anandi supporters, okay, 22% viewed it positively, and 66% viewed it negatively. And, like, I don't know if this is surprising to people, but I, it's not. it wasn't very surprising to me. Um, I do, I will say, I think it's funny to imagine that 18% of Jamie's voters don't think her life matters. I I would think it's funny. Like, obviously, I know that's not what it means. And they're yes, like, oh, yes. it's Antifa or, yes. oh, it's, it's, you know, riots or whatever. But it's just funny to imagine that they hear, like, the phrase Black Lives Matter as in Black Lives Matter. And they're like, I know negative feeling. I got negative vibes toward I, that. I do not agree with I don't this. vibe with that their lives mattering thing and you know what i support this black lady but her life mattering that's a lot that's a lot to ask of me you want me to vote for her or not i could do one or the other it can't be both I'm support black lives matter and support a black woman wow Ooh. slow down no. just slow down Whoa, you're asking for too much and then anissa i'm like uh duh like and it's just i just the veil has finally been lifted to some degree for people that have not been paying attention to the fact that Anissa is not a progressive and Anissa is not who thought <sighs> Kim Jamie is not a okay, progressive but it's because remember 2016 was that the year for the Suffolk DA election it was 2018 2018 wow time is weird for my brain um we had the, our, the ACLU um 
Right, therefore. Forum was just. What uh, is difference? The memory the passed by like two days ago. Oh, right? I wish I could have saw it. There's no Snapchat. Oh, no Snapchat. Yes. Oh, I did you see it. I did, <laughs> I did see it. Shut up. Facebook kicked me up. Let me back on. I sent them my ID again. Now I know they're storing it. Okay. Anywho. So, around that time, a lot of people in Boston were specifically calling themselves progressives. It was hilarious. And Yo, when Linda... No, please. When Linda Champion said, I'm a progressive because I'm not divisive. Who told you that's what a progressive was, ma'am? Progressives are, in fact, the most divisive, I think, because nobody agrees with us. All the establishment doesn't agree. Ma'am, that that killed me. That was an interesting time. She said, I'm progressive because I'm not divisive. And then that's when we all knew the word progressive had no meaning. No meaning at all, which is why people like Anissa can get by appearing to be progressive, but it's not at all. I don't even, and what appearance is she, the only appearance is that like she says it. What in what other way does she well, behave yeah, you know, as a progressive? People are taking that word at face value. They say you're a progressive. That means you'll support progressive values. And that's the thing about city council stuff is that people don't look into what their city councilors actually vote on. They don't look at what their city councilors actually support. So you can go around thinking, oh yeah, Anissa probably a great progressive woman, probably supports great progressive policies. And then you look at what she does, and you're like, oh wait, I'm like, uh... the bitch don't do none of that. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know why. But it, yeah, like Melissa said, the woo, the Jenny part very interesting. You know, support a black woman does support Black Lives Matter. Uh, the Anissa, as I wrote, uh, Anasia. Anasi, I think you there's, wrote. There's two A's. You wrote two Anasi. Anasi. Okay. I thought it was nice. A nice flair. I'm Anasi. gonna write it different every week whenever it's there. But um. And this poll is also from April, so I'd be interested to see how, like, if the, if anything's changed, what's changed. Um, these polls are interesting because they don't really show anything. Um, we just like to see what people say on a little poll we send to their phone, and then, and then we're like, yeah, we know so much about the voters. I wish I asked the voters, like, something about something that mattered. I wish I, like, asked the voters about, like, I've taken, how many have I taken? Important. I think I've taken, at this point, three, no, two or three of these, like, Mass Poly, Boss Poly polls. Um, and what I've found is that they really are not asking the things that I think are truly affecting um, a lot of citizens in Boston. Residents. Citizens. Um, residents in Boston. Like, there's no nice real focus on, there's no real focus on, like, the Mass Ave situation, on, like, youth homelessness, violence, not these issues that are, like, very present that people complain about every fucking day on those those neighborhood groups, those aren't present in the polls. Those questions aren't there. And it's very interesting to see them not appear because every fucking day I have people complaining about it, but every day I don't see it on those polls. So it's very interesting to see the differences between those two things. Um, yeah, yeah. anyway. Huh, John Santiago released. John Santiago wants us to watch his new C... No, is it... Let me think. CBS It does look like CBS to me. Yes. Although... It was giving me Amsterdam. Although it was... No, though it was giving me some Chicago Med. Yes. It was giving me a little Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago... I think that's on NBC. Yes, it was giving me New Amsterdam. Chicago PD. It was giving me a little because he's talking about how he was an army captain and a fucking... And a fucking ER doctor and a state rep. 
it was really giving me like Wattpad at 14 actually because yes. I'm like the way he's describing himself I'm like <laughs> this sounds made up like I know it's all true but it sounds like bullshit he's like and he is a do you know what his uncle died of he said his uncle died of from a pandemic but was it swine flu what he died of that's what I was wondering I felt really bad because I wanted to google it but I was like I can't google why did John Santiago's <laughs> uncle die I don't even think what would Google even tell you? Would they tell you? I don't know. I'm like, what are you talking about, sir? Um, no, but the video itself is just hilarious. It's mad dramatic, and it's mad like, it's like, I'm like, I feel like he must. Ah, uh, his uncle died of AIDS. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes I more feel sense. Like, yeah, it does. Cause I was like, what this man die of? Um, I feel like I feel like John I feel like John Santiago must be like playing a joke on us or something because he can't be dead he can't be serious about this shit for real can he did you see the other part that he used a picture yeah yeah he stole somebody he didn't he didn't he he didn't get permission before using a picture that of some that somebody took of him or whatever or some or of Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was of him (laughs) it might have been of something else but. I do know that I do have the video. I'm considering whether to play it. I'm not giving him a view because I, I yeah. downloaded it myself. I like, I like this girl. She didn't go to YouTube. She said, I'm going to clip it off Twitter. You want to see the real toll? <laughs> well, of I wonder if you can hear it. I'll let me pause. <laughs> I think you probably can because I think last time they were able to. I can check. All right, I'm going to press play. We should get some headphones one day. But yeah, no, this video was just fucking hilarious. I'm like, he was, he was like, and I, like, the, I'm like, I don't really think you should probably talk about how you're all these things at once because it just makes you look like you're not, and now you're running for mayor and it just makes me, you look like you're not good at things. All right, I'm pressing play. Oh, wait, is it going to work? Hold up. (laughs) Look at us trying to be too technological. You want to see the real toll of violence and poverty and injustice? Try working midnight shifts in the ER. Want motivated? Try becoming a doctor after one epidemic took your uncle, only to save someone else's in another. Want tough? Try defeating an entrenched politician and deploying overseas. Like, this is so dramatic. Got a pulse on Boston and affordable literally try Wait, was Justice spelled correctly? Wait a minute. Hold on, I might have to play this again, y'all. Right because I'm pretty sure mayor. justice was not well, spelled just correctly. Choosing violence right now. I muted it. <laughs> I did mute it. It goes away. I don't know why. That's rude. This video, it makes me want to buy a Ford F-150. I saw that somebody else had said this joke before I said it, but... I really... No, I, I, I don't... I really have to see that justice again. I'm trying to figure out if I was cooked. It might have just been shifting to like spelling his name or something. So it looked like it's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really don't think. First of all, also the announcer they had, it sounded very Republican. Yes, it like did. That. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, but, um. Yes, anyway. <laughs> it was. It was. That shit was a mess. I don't think I've ever seen a kid. Like, like that's. I thought he was kidding me. That like, looks joking? like a um, Parks and Rec. Like campaign. Like ad. I thought he was ki- like, are you ju- like, bro? It's like a fucking. <laughs> is this a parody? Is this a like sitcom? he's pranking us? There's no way John Santiago. I-, I don't understand why he wanted to be mayor. 
I don't understand why he thinks he's gonna be mayor. Like, he literally was like, I got out a 35-year incumbent. Um, okay, but you're leaving that seat. Yes, you're leaving that seat. And, and nobody likes you. And nobody liked you. Like, what's wrong with you? He's like, yeah, I got out this black man that's been in there for 30 years. <laughs> not that he was great. I'm not saying Byron Rushing was an establishment motherfucker. I'm just saying that, like, in terms of the optics, this is, how is it supportive to John Santiago? Like, I'm not, who is, who, who do y'all be, who are y'all fucking, who do y'all be hiring? Like, who does y'all fucking, like, consulting? <laughs> like, who do y'all fucking tell? Who's on your kitchen cabinet, my nigga? Like, this I gotta know who's on people's kitchen cabinet because it must be somebody cooked, like. Yo. <laughs> like, me watching this video, yeah, you can't release this. I'm sorry, you might have Like, I should have watched it in Spanish. It's probably worse in Spanish somehow. I guess we can go look up who uh, the expenditure is to see if we can tell. And see who he, he probably hasn't reported it yet. Mm-hmm. But let's see who he worked. Let's see Next if we week. can see who he worked yeah, with. Yeah, his consultant. Um. I, um, honestly, we could. I want to see if he put if he put up who, who filmed the video for him too. I just whoa, that video was quite bad. Oh, I got um. Okay, Andrea, I have some critiques from the the committee to elect you. I don't know which committee it is because there are a couple committees that are spending a lot of ad money. I got an ad for her on Instagram. It looked like they made it on Canva, and it had like um superhero type. Imagery on it. You should have screenshotted it. I forgot. I I looked at it and I said, "This is one of the worst ads I've seen in a long time," and I don't know what's happening, but this is what's happening. I want expenditures. He hasn't uh, reported. Well, he reported. You did some at Best Buy. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing at Best Buy? He said technology. Square Boston. Oh, audio rentals. Consulting. Compliance consulting, huh? They're shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta tell you, I don't know if maybe no, maybe it's just John Santiago that's shitty, but it's one of them. <laughs> Either compliance well, consulting is shitty or John Santiago is shitty. I haven't but, seen somebody try and push themselves so hard on social media and be so bad. I'm like, even John Barros does better than that. He, it's just so bad. It doesn't work. It doesn't come... Like, John Santiago, he's a cornball. That's why. It doesn't help that he looks corny. He see, Like, bro, I'm like... Literally, like... I don't... His whole, like, aesthetic, his whole story, it never seems genuine. It never seems like he's somebody that you want to be mayor. Why is he making me miss Marty, Marty Walsh and Marty Walsh talking about him being an alcoholic? Why was that more entertaining than John Santiago? The, talking the only about good thing himself? about John Santiago is that he's not gonna win. That's the only good thing about John Santiago. No, and you know that's a bad thing because we have to talk about his dumbass so much this past couple months. I literally, like, literally, I'm telling you, we're keeping. First of all, we def keeping John Barros alive because I think his girl on Twitter. Nobody is talking about John Barros on any given day, and um. Justin Thiago is like a constant, constant like if only if only Dana DePlano had stayed in the race, Justin Thiago could have some heat taken off of him because this is like he's just everybody's butt monkey now because he's a fucking joke. Like, come on, he can't go a month without. Like, it's Boston going John. Wrong. It's Boston John. You look like a joke, bro. You're so, like I like I don't understand how he thinks being a fucking quitter is 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 supposed to turn on the voter. Like, oh, you stop doing this job to do this job. Like, you stopped being a doctor to be a politician. In the middle of the pandemic? Then you went back or whatever. I don't 
understand. No, he went back. Yeah, he didn't no, stop but, like, in the he, middle he of the pandemic. now. Oh, well, yeah, he stopped yeah, now. Sto- he stopped a couple months ago. Right, That's yeah, right, yeah. he did stop now. It's still the middle of the pandemic for me. At True. Least for me. But, you know, anyway. perspective. <clears throat> anyway, also. A very, a very bad video. Also, yeah, Sonia Chang Diaz, on to the next thing. Also making a potentially very Sonia bad Chang video. Sonia Chang Diaz, oh, gosh. The heat the yes. <laughs> okay, she was wearing a blue suit and gold shoes. She's running for governor. <laughs> <laughs> Blue gold flat shoes. I'm like everything was they cool. Have given me a little kit heel. She could have gave me. She could have gave me something. She wasn't giving. She could have gave me like two inches. You know what's funny is I have to figure out where it was filmed because I saw people setting up like um, here. It looked like right in front in front of the fucking boys and girls club. It looked like it, next to Nubian Square. I did s- it not? I saw somebody recording something around my house area a couple days ago maybe i'm cooked maybe it didn't look like that but i thought it looked like that right outside of the fucking it, it, um, that is also a general boston movie, right outside of the damn um whatchamacallit anyway but uh, that video is about to be funny when it's released she's definitely running for governor there's no doubt and no she question. should i mean she might as well i mean who else is gonna do it who else has a chance no it's not it does look like near your house yeah it I looks like it, near the um Near that, near, you know, like the, um, near the Dodger kind of, like, the further, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's by the Hernandez. Where's the Hernandez? Is that a school? Yeah. It's in Roxbury. Where? Is that up on the hill? No. Oh, what? That's near. So I was closer. Yes. <laughs> Somebody else is filming something by my house then. That's Creepy. near, um... I need to see better where this one is. Oh, and I'm listening. I'm like, I see those brown, those yellow brownstones, you know? Yes. But, uh, yeah, so she's filming a campaign video. This is after, a couple weeks after people were trying to draft her into becoming governor. Um, or to running for governor. Honestly, the, the progression for her, she's... Uh, if she stays longer in her position, I feel like... Ultimately, she'll yeah, somebody will be well. open the, like. Well, I'm, like, yeah, I mean, well, it doesn't, like, okay, she's not, A, she's not popular. She is not popular in the, in Congress. I mean, in the, in the yeah, last state like <laughs> She is not a popular character. Uh, her voters, they like her enough, I suppose. Yeah, they like her because we she, question she, like she her enough. generally supports progressive policies. Um, um, big advocate for education. Big, big but, advocate for a bunch of state issues that lots of people love criminal justice reform blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. but i'm like um in terms of like her colleagues they do not like that lady mostly because she like broke chain of command and shit <laughs> and also also some <laughs> yo boston politics is so dirty there's like mad little it's grimy. interpersonal shit for other reasons that people have feelings about it that i'm not gonna say because i can't remember that phrase that was in the legal document so i won't say look no, yeah if you if that. you overstep somebody once it's beef for life in the city it don't make sense because it'd be beef for life and there they'll like block actual policies that will help the people of massachusetts but that's you know that's their problem that Hiya puddins, it's your girl Holly Quinn, aka Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell y'all about it's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff, and if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode Q and Slay, or theater from our butts. Have a 
a good day, puddins, and love, trust, and belief. Um, also, a couple weeks ago, forgot to report on this, but Andrea, um, I feel, I think was the only candidate, I don't know if anyone else has in the, like, you know, the preceding weeks, mm -hmm. you know, um, moved on this issue, but she was one of the few, what was the only candidate to, like, um, like, call out pride? Yeah, call out, like, the Boston Pride Committee, because they're, like, super racist and shit. And, like, folks were a lot, uh, you know, uh, you know, LGBTQ folks of color were asking people to, like, fucking... Because I think they were going to have a stop forum supporting some, pride. Yeah, they're like doing a mayoral... Of? They were doing a mayoral forum. I don't, did it happen? It was... I think it was supposed to be on the 7th. Please. There have been so many mayoral forums happening that at this point just don't have any. I think it was supposed to be on the seventh. I didn't see anything, but um, cause I did sign up for the fucking emails to get them forum shits, but uh, yeah. So she was she, you know, stepped on in front and was like, yeah, fuck that, fuck racial. Yeah, period. And I agree. I'm. I hope. I wish some other candidates would. Michelle Wu, what you doing? Um, but yes, that was good of her. Um, and also, there will be. Raise up Massachusetts has was it raise up? Yeah, it is raise up. Raise up wow, Massachusetts. That's what I was doing the texting for. Yep, raise up Massachusetts has um is is is, is hopefully getting the is Gang getting the millionaire tax vote on the ballot. I yes. mean the millionaire tax. It's, vote. It, it, it was interesting it, because of my job. Um, we talked about it um the other day. So this is like a couple of years in the making because I had to go through two separate sessions to get put on the ballot statewide. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's going to be really cool to see that um, this is a, a change to our like tax. our tax code so that we can tax millionaires. It would be like a 4% tax on some shit um, for millionaires. Um, and I, You know, me personally, I'm not a millionaire. So. <laughs> yeah. Even if I were, I believe I would vote for it, as well, but I'm not. So. I still think it's going to be funny that they're just gonna spend millions to stop from paying millions. millions. Yeah, one would think you could just just give us it? our damn tax money. Um, also, it's probably gonna get to the mass state legislature, and they're gonna fucking murder it somehow behind the scenes. Oh yeah, if it passes, yeah. Because that's what we, that's what they've done with a lot of ballot initiatives. Unless it could make them money, like the marijuana thing. I like the marijuana can make them money. Everything else, they're going to, like, murder behind the scenes. It's kind of like what's going on in national news right now. But we're going to talk about BPS um, and to, to wrap up our local Even just on this, I don't really think this fair tax thing is going to pass. So People um, don't like the word tax. No. And we're already tax abusers or whatever the hell we're called. It's funny because, um, but that's the problem is that, like, millionaires don't pay their, their share. Yes, but people will see it. Rich people, people you don't know, pay their, you know, their share. As we have people learned, are cooked. People think millionaires getting taxed means that they will get taxed people are cooked okay listen these people need to pay because like what think about the income inequality we're, we have we're the state with some of the highest income inequality in the country in terms of the the distance between rich and poor like we can we can stand to close the gap like a little bit a little bit four percent i think we can stand to close the gap four percent like we talk about well again let's talk about schools like let's talk about funding for schools let's talk about homelessness let's talk about housing let's talk about all these things the mbta 
like this little bit of, of, of revenue would be a huge difference. I mean, and not that we already, not that we already don't have revenue. That <laughs> fucked up shitty ways. We're using but, it properly. Whatever, <laughs> still. Anyway, so BPS. Let's talk about how BPS is trying to um, have the kids dying in the heat in the schools or whatever. You know like, y'all trying to have us in here in this room. About, like, being on drugs where the person melts and yes. bring, uh, cooks like an egg. Yes. You want to cook a kid like an egg? Just send them to Yo. a Boston public school right now. See, the problem is, like, when I was at the end of the school year... Um, well, you do the, you do the, right, you do, you barely go, and you do the standardized test, but, like, it's usually done in, like, May, so it's, like, slightly cooler, mm-hmm. and then by June, you're just, like, they just have you, like, sharecropping and stuff outside, so, um, like, I think we have to get to that point, because <laughs> it's hot, bro, it's, it's, it's fucking so hot, hot inside those buildings, like, if I had to be in BLA, like, because it's not a, like, it's been steadily getting, like, hotter yes. and colder for these past years or whatever. If I had to be in VLA at these times, when it's really, like, regularly, like, 95 fucking degrees and humid, like, come, no. You to take a standardized test. You would, I would have, something would have had to happen. I would have fainted at school. This heat? To take a standardized test. To take the fucking impact. Also, like, to think about, okay, for me personally, um... I got a broken ass window. I don't like putting AC in it, so I didn't. I just was just dying, and I barely slept for two days straight. Imagine going to school on Monday to go take a standardized test after barely sleeping for two days. You're gonna be hot. You're gonna be starving because they don't serve you enough food at lunch. And because you didn't sleep, you're gonna be hungry too. Um, and you know what? It's it. I, I really think like they just really want proof that kids didn't learn during this year. Where, oh, Jesus. So they can say, and, and standardized testing isn't proof that kids didn't learn either. It's just, it's just proof for them. Mm. It's proof for them so that they can continue to proof, proof, like push their narrative that like Boston public schools aren't doing their job. But yes, it's very. And you know, I will say, uh, I see th- th- one Boston public school did its job because we're sitting here right now I'm telling you all this shit. Thank you, Mr. Monstein. Thank you, Mr. Eisen. Thank you, Mr. Monstein. Thank you, Mr. McGuire. You know what I thought about the other day? I was talking to Ice about how... Um, Thank you, Miss Flaherty. About how... This is a tangent, but... Um, how there's a certain percent of, like, BLA people that don't have a grasp of, like, post-reconstruction because of the way BLA threw away history books and was like, eh, well, we'll have iPod, I, iPods, iPads and these little things and... Um, or we'll have these primary sources. Primary, only primary sources. Listen, as a historian, like, primary sources are very important, um, when you're an advanced fucking historian. When you're <laughs> learning regular, at, when you need to know, this happened around the late 1870s. Like, and you don't need a primary characters. source book. You don't need to read some of these long-ass letters. They're not even talking about the event. It, yo, those primary source books they had us in ninth grade for Mr. Monsteen's class, those ones were the worst because they weren't even talking about, like, the shits. They would just be letters from people. Letters. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what Thomas Jefferson is saying to his wife. I don't care. I This is not even about the damn Constitution. Like, what the hell? This has nothing to do with it. Like, uh, but, I mean, my thing, yeah, like... the. the People need people need to understand why it's important to learn history. I, I just even tweeted about this today. Like the fact that we look at even f- fairly recent history through modern through, through rose colored glasses. Like, um, like when people talk about like oh 
oh, see, today, today uh, people act like marriage is all about money or, or women are all about money or women only marry the only want to get with men for money. I'm like, literally, like, that was the only reason to marry a man for, like, hundreds, thousands of years, mm-hmm. I'll say. In a lot of places, most places, maybe every place, very few places where people are like, yeah, I'm in love with this person. Especially not as a rich person. Like, come, come the hell on. You really think... Bro, you really think these these fucking and, and these people also let's let's be clear because these are the same people who think that it was normal for thirteen year olds to get married all the time and it was not for for since it, you, when you think about modern history like it was not normal any time in in when the United States existed for a thirteen year old or a fourteen year old to get married like that was not common it wasn't illegal but it was it was not common. Um, and like I'm just I just think like the history is important because we see we see the effects of how differently history is taught across this country. We see the effects of that. Like we we see them kids that don't be knowing nothing. It's or just, not even kids, adults that come out and don't know a single lick about like the after effects of slavery, the fact that people were enslaved into the sixties. Like people don't know, and then and then I'm like, and then, yeah, definitely that reconstruct because cause in general, um, I feel like that reconstruction era is really glossed over until you reach like college level history, and it's 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 one of the most crucial eras of American it's history. It's very important to talk about that <laughs> because it it because it doesn't make sense why like if you if you're not a person who gives a fuck about history, it doesn't make sense how we went from the Civil War to the Civil Rights Movement. Basically, and that's how they basically talk about it. They talk about the Civil War, then World War Two, because fuck the fuck, fuck mm-hmm. Archduke Franz Ferdinand, fuck him. Um, Civil Honestly. War, World War Two, and then they start fucking talking about the Civil Rights Movement. If we were going through American history, whatever. And I'm like, they didn't even talk about the Spanish American War. They don't talk about Puerto Rico, Hawaii. They don't talk about those things as like, it, bom- it, like it's like uh, footnotes, like oh. And like this like, year we annexed uh, like, Hawaii. Like you're trying to figure out like where the hell Hawaii came from. Like it, the the way that <laughs> history is taught is at least at least um, from what I can tell in Boston because I don't think it's any different at any other school in Boston from what I can tell um, is that the, I learned about World War Two like seven times. Seven times. I learned about the Holocaust so many times. It's very important. I learned about the Holocaust so many times. Every time this is what we did. We would get we would talk about fucking Magellan. And we would talk about them niggas. We would talk about <laughs> those motherfuckers and how they came over here. Amerigo Vespucci and all them niggas. They would come. We'd talk about that. We'd talk about the fucking the, the fucking the Puritans and them motherfuckers and Jamestown, all that shit. we talk about all that shit up to the Civil War. Sometimes we go into the Civil War. Some years we might get into mm-hmm. actually talking about the Civil War. We'll never go past the <laughs> we'll never the civil war is done okay that's it look the civil war on to the 1900s already one page and then began reconstruction era that it failed years. it failed uh on to the next page um and world and war two yeah world war one no you get another page is world war one somebody shot archduke france ferdinand the u.s didn't really get involved in that one world war two um <laughs> well we didn't really get involved in that one uh hitler was bad uh, then we then Japan bombed us. Then we bombed Japan. It's over. 
That, that's how they to describe these historical events. And then the civil rights movement, Martin Luther King came and said, everybody needs to be peaceful. Uh, my little children, they want to hang out with white children. Hey, and I hey, like white hey, children. No violence. And I like white children. No violence. And I want them to talk to white children and um, no voting violence. sometimes. And, um, you know, nice. Let's be nice to everybody. Be nice. And be then nice. racism was over. I know black. <laughs> That's how they really want you walking out of DPS thinking, like, this is not DPS necessarily, but this is how they want you think walking out of school. Just American public education system. It's just wild, but... um, But that's not... And that was critical race theory, by the way, what I just went through. Oh, no. You know, I wanted to bring up critical race theory because, first of all, I had had heard of it, but never really, like, looked into it because it wasn't a critical... I'm gonna tell... You know what's funny? Critical race theory... It's very self-explanatory, that title. It's yes. Li- it's literally about the way. It's literally about the way racism affects. Like you spit on me a little bit. Sorry. You know? <laughs> I was like, what's wrong? With you? It's yeah. literally about the way racism affects. Uh, you know, life and race affect life. I said, I've never and, but it's seen not so for kids talk though. about it in my life. But it's not for kids. Like it's not even for like regular people. It's like if you're a fucking sociologist or you're a fucking like, in college critical race theory. It's cri- critical theory. Just those two words. Just ignore the race part. Anything critical theory is not for like a five year old. It's not for like a fifth grader. Why are you gonna teach my five year old critical race theory? You're not supposed to. Bro, okay. learning about slavery is a critical race theory, bro. That's just it. Just happened, bro. Oh, something of, of that really um sparked when we were talking about history is that um it's almost in response to the sixteen nineteen project that Texas is launching. Yeah, the Texas project. Uh, project. We didn't finish talking about BPS because we have to talk about the committee shit. Oh yes, yes. But um yes, Texas. That Texas was funny. Is, that was like, launching to. I'm like, I'm like, it's, it's very funny. You teach about Texas because all y'all did was fail. Because are y'all an independent country? No. Yes, the 1836 Project, which promotes patriotic education and ensures future generations and, understand Texas values. And my thing is, the 1619 Project is not about promoting, like, black power. It's literally about history. History. Just history. American somebody, history. Somebody, um, I can't remember who tweeted it, but somebody tweeted, it's very funny to watch them say, oh, you can't rewrite history, you can't write history the way you want it want to and then turn around and say hey we're gonna literally write write, rewrite history like and they're not telling the truth that's the difference like they're like it's they literally say it's about patriotism 1619 project isn't about hating white people it isn't about um black power it isn't about like it's literally the history it's just the history of our survival the history of the people that made this country Anyway, enslavement. Okay, whatever. whatever. So, yes. So, um, there's a BPS committee member that, like me, are sick of Westy whites. <laughs> and they both resigned. First of all, first only one of them had resigned. I think only the one that has said the shit about the Westy whites had yeah. resigned. Because the other one was just like, there's about to be mad racism. Yeah. She, what, what was the exact quote? Because it wasn't even... Like, the Westy whites thing, I'm like, all right, I guess that's offensive, whatever. But the other quote wasn't even offensive. It was just like, they're, we're about to deal with mad racism. I'm like, that is not worth resigning over. Oh, my God. Me, personally, I would have held my ground until they kicked my ass off. She said, sick of Westy Whites. Lorena? Yeah, Lor- uh, Lorna. Lorna Rivera um, texted, referring to Boston. And, so, and the other one said... Wait until the, the white, white races start yelling That's at not... That's yeah, not... She did, no, she said that as well, Rivera. Oh. And then the chairwoman, uh, Alexandra... Oliver Devali said whatever they're Devila? delusional. Devila? I don't know. Whatever. She resigned, so she don't matter no more. 
But I don't think either statements of what they said were racist. And what really bothered me is that in the comments for the Globe, in the framing that the Globe did in our, our homegirl Marcella, she either framed it in a way that I didn't like either. Um, they framed it as that being racist. That is not racist. These are two Latina, Latinx women from a position where they've been harassed. Yeah, they're white Latinx. That's another thing, but they're still Latinas in this this structure. Um, these are two, like, Latinx women that have, like, I think one of them is from, like, from, from Boston. I think she, um, Rivera teaches at UMass Boston. Um, like, I'm just... Is, oh. Also, it's not wrong. These Westy rights are racist. And the thing that they were going up to bat for was keeping the exam school test the same way it is. Be- and it's racist. Like, we know it's a racist exam. We know that it keeps Black and Latinx people out of the exam schools. I'm, I just think, like, they're... Um, first of all, saying saying they're going to be racist isn't... That's not racist. That's not racist. Like, the Westy whites thing, like... Um, I'm sorry, you can't be racist to white people. I'm sorry, I don't know how many times you have to say that. Like, in in a white supremacist society, white people cannot be oppressed. Niggas can talk about how they're sick of Westy white. Y'all gonna still be walking around complaining, Y'all being racist. Y'all still gonna be calling in talking about how we, well, my kid deserved, even though they went to Holy Name for their whole life, they deserve to go to BLS. Like, oh, like, say that shit then. Go ahead. Like, this is my thing because whenever like because okay whatever that dude that <laughs> that dude who actually said something racist oh yes um I had the article pulled up dang it fucking like oh he said the things about Asian people like oh what like we're supposed to be like oh well he resigned so it's only fair no it's not fair <laughs> it's not fair but, but it's not fair because he was actually racist there's no systemic what is the systemic oppression of Westy? That's what Westie I'm trying whites? to understand. How are they being oppressed by this chairwoman? Is she ignoring their? Is she ignoring their fucking things? That's me trying to understand. Are they unable to speak? Are they being silenced? They're not being silenced. Did she say this to their face? Nah, she texted it. And I'm like, yeah, it's, they should have been transparent. Because if it were me, I would have been fully transparent. I would have shit. I would have tweeted it. I would have said, I'm sick of these Westy whites and their racist shit. And somebody would have been like, oh, they, they should take her off. I'd be like, take me off because I'm not fucking... Resigning. I'm not resigning. What the hell? No. Because, because no. Because all these people for decades, they can uphold their racism through the school committee. They can uphold all this shit through all these institutions. And we can't... We can't even... I'm, we're not even dismantling. They just literally were, were venting. They were upset, venting, tired. You have these people that legit threaten you try like send you weird messages I'm talking, like, I'm sorry. talking all out their mouth about you and you expect me not to be like these Westy be honest whites? with yourself these Westy whites will get up in your face all mad because they want their little Billy Bob to be up in BLS they want their kid playing hockey at BLS and that's what they want and, I'm, and they, they get mad when a little black kid from Roxbury is in BLS instead of their white kid and you know and you know what hate to say it but anybody who's gone to an exam school knows that any kid of color is smarter than any white kid who steps in the building no, sorry sorry no like it's very rare it's, it's very rare because most of them Sorry to say, it's not that people are not smart, but it's that it's that most of them come from privilege. They come from good, good private schools. They come from tutors. They come from test prep. And a lot of the rest of us come from, question mark, come from writing our own flashcards on index cards. All I know is a homegirl that went to Harvard that was white, the way she got in was by cheating. 
and the people that I know to went, that went to Carnegie Mellon, that went to Brown, that went to Dartmouth, they was not the cheating mofos. They was the I'm a study and I'm smart mofos. And most of them were Asian, Latino, and Black, and the cheatings were white. But that's, you know. I'm like, listen, sorry. Like, and if you went to, and if you, especially if you're in my class in BLA, we know who the smartest people in our class were. I'm not gonna name names, but we all know who the smartest people, male and female, whatever. And non, but I don't think. Uh, sorry, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but <laughs> we all know who the who the who the fucking geniuses in that class were. Whether it was for one subject or every subject, and it wasn't about studying either. Because no. we know there's certain motherfuckers who could scroll into a classroom, take a test, and scroll out that classroom and be just fine. Not and not nary open the book one time. I loved it. Vibes. So it's, it's it's just they are racist. This is it's race it's racist to insinuate that this is racist. Like this no. is like this is the core issue with the city of Boston is that we like to make a big deal of these things, but actual racism, actual racism that is proven and shown to people cannot like they say no they say like the exam school like the the, it, the yeah, exam my, my, the, itself the racism in policy is never like if they if interpersonal conversational racism like oh my god it's terrible oh my god i can't believe they call Kyrie a nigger oh my god but like if it's actually like oh housing is you know inequitable oh people black people aren't getting jobs oh they're getting fio'd by the police 24 7. they're not getting um, into exam schools they're not getting into exam schools when you know their schools are just underfunded and segregated da, 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 da. when it's any of that like it's like what are you talking about that's not ra- it's a ra- you're in fact being racist against white people to bring that up in fact like my thing my thing about exam schools especially is that, is that like I don't know. I be looking at the people who be saying shit about exam schools and the tests, especially. And most of them have did it. Have never taken that fucking test and didn't go to an exam school. And it's funny because the like a great majority of people that graduated from exam schools do not support maintaining the exam. They just work at exam schools and graduated from <laughs> exam schools and and still are like uh, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm like. Even, like, half of us only want to maintain the exam schools for nostalgia reasons. We don't even think that it should be the way it is. Like, oh, I forgot that was an action. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, but, like, I just, I'm like, I took the ISCE, like, I went to BLA, I graduated, like, niggas, niggas knew people like us were going to be successful. Like that that's a I need people to understand that that's a privilege within itself. Is being expected to see succeed see, yes. is a privilege within itself itself. There are kids that are just as like I mentioned the geniuses in my class. There are there are kids who went to the fucking who went to fucking um I can't even think of any fucking school. The Burke Fenway. or who went to Fenway or who went to Snowden. Madison or Snowden who were gen who were just as genius fucking so smart, smart as, as them as us. But half of these people don't. I mean, half of those places, um, people weren't weren't expecting those people to do well. They weren't expecting them to pass and do great and whatever. And like that, that is a that is a setback. That's a disadvantage. We want to talk about equalizing outcomes. The fact that BPS looks the way it does and the exam schools look the way they do, that's fucked up, right? It shouldn't be that way. If you're <clears throat> like sorry, like. 
maybe it should be that you shouldn't be allowed to go to an exam school if you weren't in Boston Public Schools. Maybe that should be the thing. Maybe it should be that we just don't have exam schools. Maybe it should be. Like, I just think, like, this, like, we have to be ready to actually shift paradigm. And I'm talking about, and I'm talking about, like, especially, like, people of color in the city, the, the, the privileged people of color, the professionals, the 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 people with with property and money or or just even just roots like you know mm-hmm. historical standing you we have to be ready to change because a lot of these people are not ready to change you ask a bunch of black people do they think the exam school should change i bet you a bunch of them will say no mm-hmm. but you just say oh no it needs to be by merit it needs to be like this it needs to, like because we absorb that we absorb these systems that are shitty and suck and we absorb them and we and we reproduce them and we start to believe that they're correct and i'm like nah dog like just nah dog that's it it. yeah it'll never make sense man we should have test preparatory schools we should have art schools we should have technology schools and math schools it's just it it all doesn't make sense the fact that that vls has a huge ass um What's that thing called? What's the term called? Like endowment. Endowment. Why do you have an endowment? You're not a college. You're not Harvard. You're not a private school either. What's this endowment? Why is it not spread? Like, you're acting wild. It's crazy. There's so many ableist words. God dang. Um, this is mad. Yeah, yeah words. Yeah, I mean, wild. Wild is fine. I okay, think. good. Wild. It's wild. This. It's. It just makes no sense, and it's very agitating because these two people will. Also, the issue is this should be an elected committee, anyways. Um, yeah, <laughs> nobody should be appointed. Nobody should be appointed. Nobody on the school committee should be appointed unless, unless there's some weird way they have to appoint the youth, the voting youth members, because that's the only appointment. If you count all the students voting from their schools to appoint people, that's like everything else should be elected. Like this, 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 it's. It's literally been a vehicle for racism since its inception. And people back then knew it was going to be a vehicle for racism. Like, who in their right mind thinks the Boston public school system should be under the, fully under the control of the fucking executive branch, basically? Doesn't make sense. When the city is racist. The executive branch is racist. Like, and they were perfectly fine with it being segregated, with it being, like... Anyway. None of it makes sense. They resigned, so they don't matter anymore. It's but whatever, it bro. That they, they resigned. Um, they're not racist. Especially the one that barely even responded. That's not racist. That, 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 what she said wasn't racist. Wesley, Wesley Whites are, are racist. They are racist. Wesley Whites are racist. But anything else. Um, national, well, let's move on to national news. Um, so the cop, the head cop in charge, <laughs> Kamala. Kamala the cop. Went to went to tell Guatemalan folks not to cross the border. It's fucking weird that she even <laughs> said that. The shit is just the way she racist as hell. Wild. Like that's just weird. But also, ma'am, like, like, why is it? Why is it? Why is it okay when she says it, but it's wrong when Donald Trump says it? Like, and it because it's not any better that a that a biracial Indian black woman said it. Nothing is better about it. You got a whole immigrant dad and whatnot. A whole immigrant mom and dad. But like, whatever. Whatever, ma'am. Um, just I just think wild. like, 
as a person who is representing like the American machine, it's very interesting that you think uh, that people from a region you destabilize should like adhere to your comfort about their lives. And I'm talking about like your continued destabilization, especially through like the drug trade and the fact that you just keep like deposing democratically elected leaders mm -hmm. when they don't do things that you want, like give you oil and whatnot. Um, so fuck you, Kamala. <laughs> Across, see me personally, I say everybody come across. In fact, I think you should. I think in fact you should really bring caravan. Like you know, invade. How about that? <laughs> I think in fact that every Central American country should gather up together and just invade this country. Um, that would be fine with me. Um, I'd be still in here probably. Just like well, I mean, can it get just worse? Just take back Texas. Take that whole Cosa. You can take it back. I just think that you don't need it. I just think that like it would be better if there were a bunch of Guatemalans here versus the people we got to deal with. I would rather have a bunch of random people from anywhere else than most of the Americans in this country. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. But um, if, yeah, uh, can you guys like close the concentration camps on the border? Like, stop telling people to stop coming and like just release the people. In fact, release the people also, on the border. Also, the coming or coming from asylum. I'm about to say also that's illegal to tell people not to come if they're if they're coming to request asylum. And um, pretty much all those people are because like, their country destroyed. And most of them are crossing like legally. Um, if you cross the border, that's the only way. I have a question, ma'am. How do they think people are going to get into the country if not going over a border? You're either going to fly into the country or you're going to walk into the country. Or maybe you're going to sail into a boat and land on a port and go into the country. That's the only way to get in. You have to cross a border. Like, it's not illegal. It's actually not illegal to cross the border seeking asylum. That's not illegal at all. You And you're actually not supposed to be detained for it. Like, that's illegal to detain people for it. And it's illegal to just turn people away without giving them, like, you know, a hearing for asylum. Like, so, I just need people to understand that part of it because, like, these people are not breaking the law at all. And if they were breaking the law, who gives a fuck the law's wrong? <laughs> if they were breaking the law. But they're not breaking the law. Uh, and Kamala Harris is upholding imperialism. And she's a racist, and she's upholding white supremacy. And yeah, she's been said that she doesn't. She said America is not a racist country. Ridiculous, absurd. <laughs> like this, what we this this not what we the get. lesser we it, of two evils. This what we get. Listen, all the people who was very big mad at me for saying listen, but Joe Biden, he's uh, why do we think he's gonna do anything? He says, why is it okay for him to say you're not black if you don't vote for me? Like why are these things fine? Why is it okay? But um, they were like, it is okay. It's fine. He's going to do it. We can push him. He's going to be left. He's got to die. It's you better. Mean, what about Trump? You got bamboo. Um, and now I'm like, so he's supplying weapons to Israel. Mm -hmm. There are still concentration camps on the border. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have a $15 minimum wage. Student loans. Student loans have not been canceled, which he could do him on self. They're not going to get rid of the filibuster which we'll go to next um uh joe biden actually isn't even pushing for that that much his infrastructure bill is not gonna pass because they're not gonna get rid of the village buster none of his bills are gonna pass and then the democrats are gonna lose the 2022 elections and then they're gonna lose the 2024 election 
So where is the lesser of the evils here? I'm missing it. Because how we, you know, to be honest, you leave Donald Trump in, we probably would have been imploded by now. <laughs> it would have actually probably been better. The revolutionary could have sped up. We, you know, you're, 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 you're an accelerationist. <laughs> You're an accelerationist. I'm gonna go tweet about how I'm just an accelerationist on Twitter. I'm an agent of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are, you're, uh, what's the word? Um, 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 chaotic, uh, <laughs> neutral. neutral. <laughs> you might be chaotic good, but I think you're probably chaotic neutral. <laughs> accelerationist. It's um, just at this point, like, shit, what was the, what was even the point? I mean, so I mean, Joe Biden. My finger hurts so much from saying that. You know, you know it's funny. There is accelerate. There's acceleration on the other side. Joe Biden accelerated their crazy, the right wing. I mean, their wild nuts in their heads. The right wing people. That's accelerationist on their end. At the side, I'm gonna just make the meme faces. So yeah. Um. But anyway, Joe Manchin wrote. Joe Manchin is ugly ass boy. He's he's a senator from West Virginia, and he has been. You remember these old white man names very well. He, I know from watching those Young Turks and things, but I don't even watch that much anymore. But this is from watching Young Turks mostly because they've been talking about Joe Manchin because he's been the most outspoken about how he's not going to get rid of the filibuster, and he loves democracy. He wants to work in bipartisanship and do bipartisanship with his Republican friends and colleagues and there are Republicans with a conscience and you know he he thinks that Where some of them that some of he has at least seven Republican friends who are willing to vote with their okay, conscience. Mitt Romney, who else? Listen, listen, he's talking about the people who voted for um the fucking commission on January sixth. It's only seven of them. He was like, oh, we have seven Republican friends, cool. They need ten. Hey to pass anything <laughs> So there's that, and the only thing they voted on, yes, was the the fucking commission for January sixth. And I just want you to want to be want to be clear that all those people, they were coming like they were all like you know Trump supporters and stuff like that. But they were coming to kill everybody in there. They weren't like they, it wasn't like specifically Democrats. Like they were coming to kill every Republican who wasn't gonna let it go. My favorite part of that day <laughs> is that Republicans thought they were safe. I'm like Marjorie Taylor Greene was safe, maybe yes, Matt so Matt Gates might have been safe. In on it. Right, those people might have been Allegedly. safe, but like the rest of like Mitt Romney was not safe. Mitt Romney was they in hate danger. I'm like, you guys know Kevin that, like, McCarthy was in danger. Freaking Mike Pence. Even you guys are further. Like you guys are far from the people that Mar- like you guys know that. Hey, okay. They think that no, they think they can buy the Trump enough. I'm like, you can't like you you can't that's that's just that's peak. You can't It's it's funny because these are people that are very like prideful and stuff, but they can't, you know, just bowing over to this man bending over, bending what's it uh bending the knee or whatever to Donald Trump. Then their values get denigrated and denigrated denigrated. Yes, values. Lindsey Graham. Nah, but uh Joe Manchin so listen, there's actually a there's actually at least like they say well at most there's there's ten Democrats who agree with Joe Manchin. We know Kristen Cinema from Arizona. And the annoying ass bitch who did it. <laughs> <laughs> no. But there's a bunch of them who voted. Is yeah. it these people? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, it was there's there's uh, <laughs> there's Jan Jan 
was that looking for if there were names in his article. But no, because they're was. letting Joe Manchin take all the heat for oh, for sounding nuts. It. Okay. So so Chris. Joe Manchin actually went to talk to Chris Wallace, and for some reason, um, Chris Wallace, like you know, you guys know every once in a while, Chris, like I think Chris Wallace, you know, truly truly actually cares about journalism mm-hmm. for some reason. Yes, everyone even though he does want to be even, known as a real journalist. Even though he's sitting at Fox News and like, anyway. But Chris Wallace was like, bro, um, Biden, saying that you will never vote to get rid of the filibuster, are you not giving up all your leverage to the Republicans? Chris Wallace asked this. Chris Wallace on Fox News. They were on Fox News. Asked, are you not giving up all your leverage to the Republicans by saying point blank you will never vote for the filibuster because why would they ever deal with you i mean vote get vote to remove the filibuster because why would they ever deal with you they know they'll never have to deal with you and he was like no i don't think i'm being naive because <laughs> he was like no because there were seven like i said he said there were seven blah 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 all that da 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 he's like but <laughs> but like but you know, like, you know they're not going to vote with you, though. But, like, Mitch McConnell literally said he's not going to vote with you, bro. And, and, and Mitch is like, you know, no, I don't believe that. I'm like, you don't believe that Mitch McConnell isn't going to, why don't you believe that? You don't believe that Mitch McConnell's telling the truth that he's not going to vote for anything Joe Biden, any of Joe Biden's agenda? Why don't you believe, because that's what he, literally what he did for the entire Obama presidency. What do you mean? What's not believable about that? Like, I'm like, Joe, like, it's like, Joe, oops, anyway, so, so the progressives got mad. Jamal Bowman went on MSNBC and AOC went on, I think, MSNBC as well. But Jamal Bowman was like, yeah, um, it's because HR1, the bill that they're trying to pass, the For the People Act that would reform voting rights and do a lot of stuff about around voting and elections and stuff like that, because it has anti-corruption measures in it and it would... I it would expose. Wanted, it would expose dark money, and obviously, we know corporate Democrats, corporate Republicans, they all take the same dark money. So Joe Manchin has no has a vested interest in, in maintaining the status quo, just like Joe Biden, and Kristen Cinema, and all the rest of them who get money from these people. Like, like who's confused by that? And and that's the best part about it is that like in West Virginia, it's like. So even 66% of Trump supporters agree with the For the People Act because nobody nobody agrees with corruption ex- unless you're fucking rich, unless it's benefiting you. Nobody wants the political system corrupted. Nobody wants dark money in politics. Nobody wants that. So, um, basically, I just want to say, like, the Democrats have never been the lesser of the two evils because they uphold the same systems that the Republicans um, build on mm-hmm. and maintain they they never do anything to make any sort of shifts and the thing about the filibuster that kills me is that like it's not even in the constitution it's literally just a senate rule that has mainly if not only been used to uphold like civil to uphold Mm -hmm. um uh, white supremacy and anti-civil rights and like you know a lot of people are saying um joe manson supports jim crow and like i I don't know what else you could say beyond that because there's like like the filibuster is why we don't have any anti-lynching measures. The filibuster is is why the Voting Rights Act, the you know the 1965 Voting Rights Act or whatever, like whatever year it was, um, has been basically like fucking cut down to nothing, where it actually doesn't protect voting rights at all. Like if 
the Demo- I will never believe any Democrat that they want to get anything done unless they want to get rid of the filibuster. Joe Biden doesn't want to get rid of the filibuster. They don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. They want to keep the systems that be. This is what people voted for. They kept. They voted to keep everything the same. And you know what? Oh, the only thing it's going to do is make a better, smarter Donald Trump party, Tucker Carlson. Um, in 2024. We're we going to have a fun time. You know what? We're not going to be here. We're not lie. And anyway, I mean, so think all those all those senators. There's a bunch of them. I don't know. I don't know the rest of their names. I know Kristen Cinema, Joe Manchin. There's fucking Gene Shaheen. Gene Shaheen from uh, New Hampshire. Yeah, G. I think it was fucking Gene Shaheen. How you spell Gene Shaheen? J. It's a J E. Oh. I think like that. No J. Yeah, J E N N, and then S H. Found it. Shaheen. From Missouri? Oh no. Okay, New Hampshire. I was like, why well, I said Missouri? I think yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, Gene Shaheen since two thousand and nine. Gene Shaheen voted against. Uh, did you know that we used to? Did you ever see Gene Shaheen's ad? I felt like we got them a lot, and I felt like they weren't targeted properly when we were kids. A lot of because we used to get a lot. Ads, so we used to get a lot of New Hampshire ads. We used to get a lot of New Hampshire ads for for like that was all fun. the time. I know it's because we share the same like channel basis as mm-hmm. New Hampshire, but it was very fun. So I was like, Gene Shaheen, this bitch not from Massachusetts. Why I care about who she running? What's what's she running for? Um, just New England things. But, but yeah, Democrats yeah. not going to do shit. Democrats love Jim Crow. Democrats love racism and upholding systematic uh, everything. So in international news, <laughs> some some dude in Algeria smacked Macron, the French president. And I agree. Everybody on Twitter was like, yeah, for Algeria. I saw some Algerian dude was like, yeah, Haiti's next, bro. They, they, <laughs> Haiti, they, got, him, we, they got him in Haiti next. Because I think he's doing like a tour around the world or whatever. Is he going to all like the colonists? Like, like the, the former colonists? I, I, I feel like that's what he might be doing. But I'll don't those European is... powers do that sometimes? Yeah, they do. Um, but I just hope they're gonna try to like probably keep them away from people. Now I need all of y'all former French colonies. Everybody needs every, somebody in every former French colony needs to take one for the team and give Macron a little something something like give him a little a little two piece. Give him a little and it, and a little, little Roxbury special. Right, exactly, exactly. And it reminded me of um that time. You know, you know. Before I say um, the, thinking of this made me made me say for sure that, you know, you know, um, no one can ever say that I'm exaggerating my involvement in politics as a small child. (laughs) I mean, obviously my mom is here to back me up, but (laughs) no one can ever say that because I know so many fucking random nuanced things from that. I remember so much news coverage from that era. But uh, it reminded me of that time the Iraqi reporter threw both of his shoes at George W. Bush. It was very funny because George Bush, I think, did the first one hit him? The second one definitely did. He dodged one of them for sure. But I don't. I feel like the first one might have might have might have grazed him. Ooh, and a loop. Ooh, a loop. I want to see it over and over again. He was like, uh, yeah, one, one, uh. Oh, he blocked him. it. Ah, uh, boo. This man. Yeah, it was very reminiscent. Um, Frenchy man, macaroon. Whatever his name is. Nobody really cares. He's a horrible. He's person, a jerk. He's so. terrible. And and you know the only reason you know why uh, the the French people get the shit they want because they burn shit down. They go out there when Macron was trying to do that shit about the labor. Wasn't mm-hmm. he trying to do some Ch- shit? Yes, they were trying to change some, some labor law within their pay. Yeah. yeah, with some labor law. All those French people said no. 
Them French were ready to burn up the city. They said no. We gonna rock. We gonna. This. This is. This is literally eighteen. Um. What, what year was that? Eighteen twenty. Eighteen twenty five. Eighteen seventeen. Eighteen oh seven. What? Seventeen eighty nine. Really? Anyway. They said yes. This is seventeen eighty nine. This is the French Revolution. <laughs> we gonna burn the shit down. It was seventeen eighty nine. I guess because then it's you know what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's what I was the thinking of. I was, I was thinking of eighteen thirty two. Then it happened in eighteen thirty two. Please tell me it happened in eighteen thirty two. The Haitian Revolution. Yes. No, it was eighteen oh one or eighteen oh four, something like that. Or eighteen eighteen. Oh shit. I Which one happened in eighteen thirty two? Somebody's revolution. Yeah, eighteen oh one. Somebody's revolution in 1804. 1804, sorry. Numbers. <laughs> 1791 to 1804. Somebody's re- revolution happened in 1832. Uh, maybe that was when the... No. That was later. Uh, anyway. It was an uprising in Paris. Um, oh, see? Simon's something happened in, in France in 1832. You knew the French pop off. It was in June, too. June 5th and 7th. I, see, I told you. I told you I know things sometimes. I know things sometimes. Okay? I know things sometimes. Uh, I thought uh, there was a pop culture thing. I think I wanted the to. The Floyd Mayweather fight. Kind of. But what were you going to cover about it? They both made hella money to... Uh, do Yo, that, 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 that... He did knock him out that time. and had to hold him up. He yeah, he made out. sure that man didn't fall. He knocked him out. <laughs> also, Floyd Mayweather is starting to look like his dad a lot now because he's getting old. And it makes me so sad because now he's old. And I'm like, oh my god, Floyd Mayweather is like actually old now. It makes me so uncomfortable. He 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 knocked he knocked fucking Logan Paul. Is it Logan Paul? Yes. He knocked Logan Paul out. I just I think And they can tell. I like how they I like how they kept DC DMC in the fucking all the clips on Twitter. I'm like, stop it. We all saw it happen. I'm like, whoever paper if you pay per view a fight between Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul, $50. Uh, you're out of your mind because you knew how it was gonna end. I know they didn't have a winner, but come come on, Floyd Mayweather versus $50. Logan Paul. Like, who thought Floyd? May- Y'all thought Floyd Floyd Mayweather was gonna get fucked up. Y'all thought it was gonna be a contest. The only good the only good part was to listen to Jesus and Mero, but a lot of people struggled to actually have. The, the Showtime app was crashing because too many people were trying to watch it. I didn't even, I didn't even get to do that. So, I mean, although do I still have Showtime? Sometimes I think my mom accidentally clicks things, <laughs> and then sometimes I'll be paying for like PBS masterpiece and shit, and I'd be like, oh, well, I'll delete that next month. <laughs> and sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. Yeah, I don't know pop culture people. Yeah, um, I, but I thought I had something about, like, just about, like, actual, you know, like, our sociological <laughs> conversations we be having sometimes. Oh, we never discussed the tweets behind us. Oh, oh, okay. So, I have, I, I like, um, my friend over here, Curry, talking about, why would a BPD officer walk up to my car to flirt? Like, sorry, I like niggas with illegal guns. Thank you! But I will say, though... However, I will say, um, um, let a fine one come up to me. He's stealing some of that evidence money. Go. I don't think I haven't. I will say, you know, there are some cute BPD officers. Some of them are cute. Some of them have really nice tattoos and shit. But there are not that many tall ones. But also ACAB. ACAB, hey, that. 
fuck the police and not in that way. <laughs> fuck the police in the real way. The in the real fuck the police way. way. And not in the, like, you know, the police, but actually, like, fuck them. But, like, um... But also... No, but, like, the thing is, like, they be cute, but they don't be tall. They all be they short. And they all seem like they have short men's syndrome. They're all 5'9 and 5'10. I don't know why. No, but... And they all seem like they have short men's and They all seem angry about it. And that's yeah. what I can't, you know, get behind. I can't, yeah. But that's just cop behavior. They're all angry in general. Yes. And I will say, every BPD officer is a horny fucking bastard. And you know what? <laughs> And you know what? Even when I was a no teenager, memories. they were kind of horny bastards. No memories in my brain. I need to delete them. Even when I was a teenager, working, doing teenage things as a you know as a youth organizer, they were kind of horny bastards. The cops, the adult cops. Let, let Carnival come by and BPD. Uh, they they Yo, make sure that is. Somebody was like, I remember. I remember <laughs> in the group, and they were like, Yeah, you know, we. Somebody's like, Well, yeah, we saw. We saw the the nanny at the carnival, the you know the cop that we be doing our little police dialogue at carnival, whatever. Um, and we dance with him, whatever. And all you know, my white boss is like, "Yeah, that's so nice." Me like, she danced with this cop at carnival. <clears throat> y'all know what kind of dance they do at <laughs> carnival? That's the dances y- y'all actually called inappropriate in fact y'all called it inappropriate said it wasn't appropriate for work um and this adult cop dance with a 20 20 year old dance with a 20 year old at carnival well he was on duty as well that's the other thing too. that's my favorite part he was on duty they'll be on duty and somebody grow you know and they're like it doesn't help that every cop in the all those cops who take extra extra like who take you know have who take overtime mm-hmm. most of them are from like like the gang unit or other those type of units and all those cops are freaking Cape Verdean or, or Haitian or like all of them so I'll just say like yeah um, I prefer legal guns yes um, but also police officers shouldn't carry guns so they're also niggas with illegal guns in my eyes they Thank use you. them with, for illegal things correct so um but also the second tweet was that charlie baker went the last five minutes in a market basket in chelsea which is just place. which is just true like that's just objectively true and the other tweet um below it which i also agreed with was that charlie baker would it last five minutes in chelsea in general also correct which is true. Would not last. But no, let's talk about that Chelsea, Chelsea Market basket because that place is, is scary, it's dangerous. And Charlie Baker, even with his six five ass, would be <laughs> he'd probably get mowed down, bro. He'd be he would get lost. lost. Look, had it been like uh seven, eight years ago when my great grandmother was still alive, she would mow him down she would have that Chelsea she Market basket. She would have been taking him down like fucking like a linebacker. Like, let him stand in the way in front of something you're trying to get. Bro, let him be standing in the way near the fucking, you know, near the seafood section when we're trying to be in line. I'm trying to grab this shit. And he's in the way. Let him be in the way. Let him be in the way. way I will shove that man so quick. What are you doing in the way? (laughs) Move. No, it's like, I just just don't think, like, Charlie Baker, I understand why he doesn't really go places like Roger T anything because I feel like he just don't fit. He would look like where's Waldo, bro? Imagine you see somebody like Charlie Baker sitting on the train, bro. You just look at the whole time. You just look at him like, what the fuck? Like, why are you here, bro? What are you doing? Like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, you're not tall and gross. Get out of here. It's like, true. 
Anyway, <laughs> that's the end. We just saying anything that's now. True. We just talking shit now. All right. Somebody go show you. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained? Yeah!